I couldn't think of a song to sing, so I didn't sing one. Uh, that's that's respectable. What are you gonna do? Yeah, you know, not every podcast has to open with some grand song. You know, come hey, on. Hey, hey, they can't all be home runs. Yeah, don't need some big intro. As yeah. long as the outro's good. <laughs> Could have won with a single. exactly what I did with GameStop I just hit a single yeah well I mean a single's contributing to runs potentially so that's a good way to play I definitely stole home a few times on GameStop (laughs) Uh, I pretty much was like this is too good to be true I gotta take my winnings out and then I did that for two more days and then I got scorched on what was left and then it came back epically and yeah I mean a, a nice short term experience but feel bad for the folks who have diamond hands yeah <laughs> it's a shit show that fucking whole website is a disaster right now I mean hold Hold. Hey, you got guys saying, well, it's too late now. I might as well just hold till it goes to zero. No, stop. Yeah. Stop holding. Yeah. No mas. No mas. It's like saying, I don't I don't like the tuna fish sandwich, so I'm going to starve to death. No, eat the tuna fish yeah. sandwich, and you'll get back to the filet mignon That's later. right. That's right. I mean, come on. <laughs> Sometimes you got to cut your losses. It's tough. I mean, the other meme stocks, too. I think that it's a learning experience for everybody. I know that the... There were... There was big money behind those investors, and there was obviously big money on the other side. It so, was all big money, and, yeah. and guess what? Big big money won on both sides. Well, typically does. Big money drove it up and squeezed the short, yeah. made money, and then probably jumped in and shorted it with the shorters, and then made it on the way down. Right. Uh, you know. Yeah, it's, the agile. It's tough. I mean. Especially when you've got a crowd whipped up into a frenzy. I think that it, the, the people who orchestrated it definitely have taken their nods from other political movements and somehow found a way to apply it to the financial. And it has yeah. to, it has to do with about tech. As well communism, you know. Hey, we're populist. We're in it for the little guy. And then it all comes crashing down. Bring back what we used to have. Yeah. I mean, I don't know where these investors go. I'd like to see them go into companies they believe in. Like, I'm all about them getting behind brick and mortar, but study up on business plans. I mean, the thing that was telling was that GameStop was silent the whole way through. Like, they weren't, they weren't like, yeah, this is awesome. I'm rich. Yeah. They weren't like, oh, you should stop. They didn't say shit. And I get it. I get that position. I, I would I would probably do the same damn thing. But it, I, that's what I'd like to see it turn toward is like, look, you some some strategy was applied and conquered, like actually did some conquering. I mean, I made money on it. So did I. I. Yeah. I saw it for the I played it way more short term, like, oh, my God. It went up that much? Well, I, let me get some out. 
let me get some more out let me get some more out like yeah. I mean I could have just left it but why I'm a, <laughs> I'm a uh, I'm a notorious frugal bastard so I mean that's the way I play my stocks too I mean you know I got in I got in early and I hit a solid triple got out and then you know I got back in and didn't do much from there but I got out ahead and I learned a lot because I watched I like technical analysis so I was watching the charts and I mm. I realized a full, long before I even got out not long when I say long I mean you're talking 24 hours maybe but uh, that the charts were completely against me it was over I knew right. it was over I knew Severely it was over long before I got out yeah well, I mean, it reminds me of, and you, you made a good point to me earlier in the week. I mean, I, and, and let me just say for the record, I'm new to stocks and trading, so I'm learning as I go. But, you know, you told me about how Tesla's overweight, and I totally, it was a blind spot to me. I was like, it was just the Elon. Like, I must give money to Elon. And now I'm kind of seeing the other side of that coin, which is like, um, that's a highly volatile stock and I'm going to buy low and ride that wave up whenever it happens every 10 days or whatever when people go bad shit and it goes up a shit ton I'm going to ride it up and sell it and then I'll buy it back when it's in the dirt again like a fucking dog that it is which is exactly what I've done with Amazon for months I mean it goes to 3100 I buy it that's it. It's my only rule. That's my yeah. all, my only rule from September till uh, December of 2020 was buy Amazon every time it's at 3100 or lower, and then ride the wave. And, and and I didn't sell any of it. I just kept buying it there because it was sure. from from 3100 to 3400, and it would go back to 3000 and back to 3400 and back no, to 3000. There's no leaky basement. Right. There's no leaky nasty moldy basement there i have some i have some high risk stuff going now i've got some very very low risk stuff going now but uh my i i don't want to report my earnings too early because i have a day to go and i'd like to report the two-week clip but i'm currently up 13 points which very very solid brilliant early on um and oddly enough you know this week you know, a blind monkey could make money. Yes. But last Simple. week was not that, was not the case. And you made money last week as well. You were green last week as well. Yes. So that's saying something. I was almost completely out of the market last week. So I'm happy with just yeah, having my money on the was... sidelines last week. I'm perfectly fine with that. You, you did even better. You turned a profit somehow on a really shit week. Um, yeah, which a lot of that was GameStop. Okay. Oh, a lot of it was totally GameStop. I was about so. to say, like, I, I, I'll, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna claim prize money that's right. not mine. But uh, it, it's definitely been intriguing. Like, I, I really enjoy it. I find myself early on, I was like um, way more impulsive mm-hmm. with the with the app, and now I'm like, nah, that fucker's gonna drop or that fucker's gonna rise, you know. So I, I, I let it sit a little bit, but. When I find a heater, I think that that's where I've made some hay is that when I find a heater and I feel like I'm ahead of the curve, I'm okay with pulling some money out of my heavier guys like my apples, 
my Baba's, my fucking, you know, uh, J&J, which I'm still very high on J&J, which had a good day today. I don't think there's any problem with that at all. Yeah, yeah, that's, once that vaccine starts getting out there, that shit's gonna go through the roof, I think. That's a patience thing, you know. Yes, but that doesn't mean I can't take six bucks and throw it into something that's skyrocketing, you know. And I'm playing small fry. I mean, my whole game plan with this this uh, Robinhood account, I have my 401k account, which is far more conservative and far less accessed. <laughs> but this one is like, it's just one bet, prize money and shit. Like, it's nothing other than that. And I've already made 45 bucks on my money. Right, but the bucks doesn't matter. And, and, and this is one of the great things I love about... Uh, the market is that everybody that I know, I know quite a few people who participate, uh, we don't talk about money, hard dollar terms, you know, we talk more percentage. Yeah, because it's all the same thing. And and you got to start somewhere, right? Right. Right. I'm just, yeah, it's it's 45 bucks in this two week period. And 20 years from now, it might be uh, (laughs) $45,000. Right. But but it doesn't matter. The percentages is what matters. It's just that, I like that matters. it's being I like that it's being built from a position of I don't give a shit about this money. I want it on fantasy sports or sports book or winning a fantasy football league, which I did do this year, by the way. Humble brag. But um what, yeah, what, wait, I mean, what did you win? Fantasy football league. Oh, uh, were you in a fantasy football league? Yeah, yep. Took that one down, eh? I did, yeah. You know, there were some people who I was would have been concerned about entering because they're like high grade, but lucky for me, they uh, they didn't get in the contest. Well, so maybe those people still had a positive ROI on that league. I mean, I don't know. Uh, they say. more than likely would. They, I would imagine. They probably. I don't know. They might have got out with their skin, their skin, yeah. and some and and some uh, couple of a couple of fingernails. Couple of, Couple of pelts from <laughs> some of the other yeah. traders. Maybe a, yeah, maybe a, you know, beaver hat. <laughs> maybe a mink. Uh, maybe a mink glove. Yeah. I don't know. You know, who knows? Never can tell. So, here's something I want to float out there on the. You know, we're, we've got some good momentum going with the stocks. Is the uh, the penny stocks? I've actually. I've got a couple penny stocks that I like, and what I like about it is that I can buy a bunch of shares, and you know, it's either a tragedy, a comedy, or a hero story, or anything in between. And it's like, it's not that hard to get out if you have to. Well, we're going to diverge here, especially in the age of uh, fractional trading, because I think that's completely psychological. Because if you can buy pennies worth of Amazon or you can buy pennies worth of a penny stock, it doesn't make a difference which one you buy. It just matters what percentage return you get. And you can get out of Amazon easier than the penny stock because Amazon has higher liquidity and there's more shares being traded at all times. And you can get out instantaneous where a penny stock can drop to zero before you know it. And you put an order in. I mean, I've put orders in on penny stocks and they haven't, you know, nothing during market hours and nothing happens for. 25 minutes i'm like what the hell's going on here what's well, just the me, fact that nobody's will nobody had nobody's there to sell but somebody's always selling amazon give you a couple examples of some like some sub 
you know, ten dollar stocks here. We got Twenty uh, Second Century Group, three dollars and four cents. Uh, I like Amazon total better. Re- total return, three dollars and eighteen cents. Yeah, but you can't. It can't all be there. You've got to ride some stuff, and you need some, even if it's just hope. Even if you're just right. buying hope. Do you understand what I'm getting at? The price of the share has nothing to do with. It used to have a lot to do with it. Like Shopify is a thousand dollar stock. I love Shopify. But don't you want to identify some of those? Like, don't you want to find the next one, or at least be in the running for well, it, especially but, uh, if it's profitable? Yeah, but uh, uh, another one, another one. Neos Therapeutics, eighty nine cents a share. I made seventy four cents on it. Right, so and far. I will grant you that smaller companies are more volatile and will rise and fall in greater leaps than large Sharply. companies. Sharply. For yes. sure. For sure. All I'm saying is that in the age of fractional shares, it doesn't matter. Now, hmm. 30 years ago, it mattered because if you wanted to buy a penny stock... But if it, versus- does it, it matters more if you're long. It matters quite a bit more if you're long, though. Like and uh, obviously, well, I well share price means nothing. Share price means nothing. Apple sale price. Apple is at one hundred and thirty-five, and Amazon is at thirty-four、uh, hundred. Which one's a bigger company? Apple. Apple's the biggest company in the world. They just have more shares. They just have more shares. That's the only difference. Yeah, and the way those companies. Run into each other now is kind of fascinating. How they're all trying to break out into other. I mean, there's there's the the giants. You know, you got Google, Alphabet, right? But you got which but you got Amazon. Amazon's a giant. They have their shares at thirty four hundred bucks. Google has their shares approaching two thousand. Apple's bigger than either of them, and they're like, nah. We just we well, just split again. They keep on, yeah, they just keep splitting.、Yeah. And the reason they keep splitting is they want to.、Uh, Allow smaller investors to buy a share because for some reason it matters if you have a share, and it actually matters to me psychologically. I can't buy a whole share of Amazon with my current play portfolio, so I don't buy any Amazon. But with my in my、right. kids' portfolio, I buy fractional shares of everything, and I have Amazon all over the place. Yeah,、I'm、constantly buying Amazon. Yeah, I don't have like、uh, I'm definitely not locked into full shares. Until until I see how close I am to one, you know, like、yeah. I have a dividend stock, and then I'm like, oh, well, what what would the dividend be if I got a little little nicer on O? By the way, I got six cents coming my way, so、okay. hey, I'm not gonna hey, I'm not gonna eat a bunch of tea balls. Well, what are you doing with it? Are you, are you reinvesting week, it, or are you gonna? Absolutely,、yeah. I'm gonna reinvest it. Yeah, I I go both ways on that. There's certain ones I reinvest, and certain ones I don't. I'm starting from such a small position that my goal is to be able to rub this in somebody's face down the road. Probably somebody in my household who thinks I'm a nerd for messing around with gambling money. But like I have that, I've always had that kind of fantasy about taking a little bit and turning it into a lot. Oh, so it's, it's wonderful, and nothing does that better. In the United States economy, which is reflected in the stock market, it's a lot of fun. I mean, I've I, I've been off this week. I've been on vacation, and oh, 
I mean, it's either CNBC or Golf Channel today, mostly CNBC. I just like hearing about the companies, what position they're in. I like hearing about little side. I mean, and like take, uh, you know, take the SPAC that we're backing. Hopefully, hopefully they hit something big. I mean, I have, I have big plans for my portfolio. I, I, I dig it a lot right now. Hey, I mean, Warren Buffett started out uh, as a child uh, buying six packs of Coca-Cola bottles and then selling them individually on the street at a profit. That's how he started. Uh, I sold Cokes, too, when I was a boy. Speaking of Coke, you know that Warren Buffett gets over a million dollars a day in Coke dividends? That's fantastic. I mean, obviously, only gets them four times a year, but it, it comes out to over a million dollars a day. That's he ridiculous. Just, he got in and, and ran. And he it got up. in at the right time. He got in right. Warren Buffett's entire career. Now, this is rude, but let me just say it this way: Buffett's entire career is basically two trades. One is Coca-Cola right before the Soviet Union fell. And Coke couldn't go to Russia and couldn't go to, uh, you know, China and these places at that time. And that opened up like a year later. And the other one is Apple. Yeah. Right now, Apple is 47% of his portfolio. 47%. What a hit. And, and it didn't start off as 47%. It grew to that. But right. he's he just added to his position. He's had a, I a, see a brilliant that. career, but two trades, two stocks. That's fantastic, man. In I mean, 70 years, 80 years a, of trading, there's two stocks that basically made him one of the top 10 richest men in the world. He might have still been one of the top 100 no matter what. And they're both iconic companies recognizable by almost yeah. anybody on Coke the isn't a stock I want to be in right now but in 1988 no. in 1988 if you're sitting there with a pile of cash the Berlin Wall's ready to fall I mean remember when, when, when the Berlin Wall fell and all of a sudden Coke and McDonald's and Levi's these people went they went everywhere they went all across the yeah. world in, in a heartbeat and Coke had the capital to say oh we need a bottling plant in Moscow done they had the money on hand. Apple did, Apple did the make. same thing. I mean, China, Apple is huge in China. It's only getting started. It's going to get it's way the same bigger. Same thing. I mean, that's why I love the Baba. <sighs> I don't know what to do about Baba. And I call him Baba too, by the way. And I love that you're calling him that because I don't call him Alibaba. I call him, it's Baba. It's just so brilliant. Uh, I love. I just love the sound of it. I love everything. Sounds like what you call your grandpa or something. Um, I, I, I don't know what to do with it. It's uh, it's volatile. I mean, is Jack Ma gonna get fucking pulled behind a dumpster and shot That's in the, the head problem. tomorrow? Maybe. It's the communists. Possibly. Yeah. I love JD. Well, I love shift. Pinduo Duo. Tencent. All these companies. China is growing way faster than the U.S. I want to be in all the Chinese stocks, except for I can't trust the communists. 
I know they they could they could put the kibosh on the whole thing. It could be cartons. You got over a billion people you can sell to, and the Chinese are notoriously like uh, they follow trends. So like once enough, once there's a tipping point where enough people, we are too, but they're really uh, that way. Like once enough people have say brand X then it's a status thing and everybody has to have brand X and then you get a billion people. Correct. Boom. Just like that. Correct. Yep. There's big swings there, man. Big swings. I, I'm in it. I'm not... One of the beauty parts of having a smaller overall financial position is like it's all forgotten money because I can put... I mean, I'll tell you what I have in Baba right now. I have... Just under 6% of my portfolio. Right, and that's how I want to hear it. I don't want to hear that you have uh, $8 in BABA or $8 million in BABA. I want to know what your uh, portfolio percentage is. Uh, And I'll tell you what, you know what my greatest riser is this week? This week? Something that you bought previous to this week? Correct. I don't know, probably one of these penny stocks. Tilray. Nine point five six percent of my portfolio, but it's up thirty percent since I bought it. Thirty percent yeah. rise. Well, I had the sister company, Afria, and yeah, uh, dig I made too. When it got to hundred percent, I, just... I sold half my stake in it because I, especially, I tend to do that in the first place. But I really tend to do that with something uh, volatile, which which I yeah. thought Afria was. And I bought Afria at all kinds of prices, dude. Like I had bought it originally. I had started a small stake in it at five dollars and fifty-five cents. Then I found myself buying it when it was over nine. I was still buying it when it was over nine dollars, and then it plummeted to like seven dollars and kept going down. And I said, "The hell with it!" I bought it all the way back down through the sixes, and then mm-hmm. it went to like thirteen. And I was gonna. I sold half of it which I'm prone to do mm. because it had become a way smart. It had become like 25% of my portfolio at this point. And because yeah. I just kept buying it because I was stubborn about it. And I'm like, well, I got to get rid of some of this. This is way too dangerous. And then I, I decided to sell all of it. Uh, I kept it in my kids' college accounts, but I sold it. And then I look up a, a couple weeks later, it's like 16 or something. I'm like, wow, oh my God. Yeah, it's cooking. You're all cooking a bit right now. It's because of the uh, the legislation that's going to roll out with this Democratic. Um, I mean, you got everything aligned there. I, I well, think you do, that... but the problem here is it's the same thing with sports betting that I talk about all the time. Uh, oh, by the way, I'm on DraftKings. Yeah. Thank you. Oh man, I'm so mad that I got out. <laughs> so mad. I got in. I got in low. I mean, low-ish. I don't know what low, true low is, but I'm doing well in DraftKings oh. too because you told me about that. Oh, I- I'm in. My average position is under sixty bucks a share. I'm up five percent at sixty-three thirteen right now. I think you're safe there. I I, I don't think I buy any more there, but uh, I think you're. Yeah, no, it's just kind of a stay and watch kind of thing. Uh, DraftKings and BFT, BFT will merge. BFT is a SPAC that will become PaySafe, which is a way to bypass your banks. Like I don't know about you, but my bank, well, my I have a couple banks now, but my original bank would not allow me to after the January first of this year would not allow me to 
would no longer allow me to put money on gambling websites for some reason. Something happened. Hmm. I, I had read about this. I knew this was going to happen. And then I had read that uh, Dave Foley was bringing a, a company to market that was going to bypass this. You just deposit to them and they'll deposit to the uh, sports betting sites. And I thought, I, there's going to be a hundred sports gambling sites. I don't know which one's going to win. I think it's going to be DraftKings, but I don't know. So why not, right. when there's a gold rush, invest in picks and shovels. Invest in the company that's going <laughs> to service like all that. of these companies. Yeah. All the milkshakes. Mm-hmm. I drink your milkshake, Eli. He's making the malt, you know? So, yeah. BFT, I'm still high. I drink it I can't all. get back in it because I, I just... I just... It's just going through the roof and I just can't get back in right now. But... It's punched, like today. It was interesting to watch it because it just like it just kept punching up. Every time I thought it was gonna gonna go, like it it would jump down a little bit and then it would just thump right back up and it just steadily. Which one are you talking about, BFT or DraftKings? Draft yeah. DraftKings. So I'm up like just on the day. I'm up five percent on DraftKings. I, I think DraftKings is the obvious winner in this. I, I really do. It's, I know who it isn't. Yeah, I know so who isn't I. the winner. And I'm going to say it. Fucking yeah. FanDuel. Which is, FanDuel isn't even FanDuel. FanDuel is Patty's Betfair. I don't know what the hell it is. It's 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 a joke. They the bankers pulled a pulled a trick and pushed the founders out. You don't push the founder. The founders are what make these. Everybody's wondering what's going to happen with Amazon because Bezos left he's a founder well he's a founder yeah but it's this is he's got a grassroots guy there the the guy that he promoted has been with the company 25 years Fandle's only been around a few years and and they and they push the owners out they push the founders out and they don't they don't have the vision they don't see it you know and that's why they don't treat their customers well, and that's a fucking bad recipe. They don't care recipe, about the customers. I'll they care about the bottom line, and they're going to lose because of that. Yeah, that's short-sighted. Say what you will about Steve Jobs, but that's what Apple is. Steve Jobs created an atmosphere where I don't care if you're happy doing the work. I don't care if I'm happy being the CEO. All I care about is are the customers happy are they thrilled right. about our next product they are the kings of customer satisfaction that's right absolutely steve jobs cared about two things and two things only one is the customer happy two is my neck covered <laughs> by the shirt that i'm wearing back to one <laughs> that's right please see one for I mean, that's all he cared about. That was his genius. And and when you when you, I fell in love. I, it made me fall in love with Apple. I felt. I feel the. I feel the customer service and the software, the 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 way I can jump between apps, and the way I can. I'm still there. I'm still thrilled with Apple. I wouldn't dream yes. of leaving Apple. Not on your I life, have a Bob. vehicle that is a GM product. I'm not. I'm not Google. tenth as loyal to GM as I am to Apple. Listen, I use Microsoft product 
every day, day in, day out. It's good product, but I'm an when Apple somebody boy. tells me that they don't use Apple products, when somebody tells me, oh, I don't have an Apple phone, I don't use Apple, I, I look at them like they're crazy. It's my, like, to me, it caters to my creative side. Like, I don't need to do a bunch of heavy lifting creatively. I can just dump out. It, it, it really, it caters to the entrepreneur and to the go-getter. Uh, it, it caters to the artistic. It, it, like, there's just so many, they've captured such a wide market right, I want, I want, of, I want to do of a thought people. Experiment here, uh, real quick. Give me the five companies. I want five okay. that you use, that you adhere to, that the brand matters to you. Give me okay. five. Google, Apple, Microsoft, Nike. Amazon. It's four. No, that's five. You gonna leave it there? Yeah, I think it's five. Google, Apple, Microsoft. Oh, Nike. I, I missed Nike. I'm sorry. I thought you said that's five, okay. not five. Perfect. That's exactly what I'm talking about. That's exactly what I'm talking about. I mean, for me, it's Apple, Amazon, right off the bat. Google, for sure. Love YouTube. Um... I actually don't know where to go from there. I'm sorry. Uh, Google, Apple, My, my heels get... My heels start to hurt. And I wear, like, uh, dress yeah. shoes and stuff. And uh, I find that my Air Max... I mean, I know some of it's just brand and placebo. But some of it's that they're actually goddamn comfortable. And I, I that's you why know, Nike's in there. I like... Adidas better than Nike to look at. I wear Nikes 70% more of the time. Right. I got you. I agree. Like, aesthetically, I find Adidas probably. I just to dig be Adidas. Nicer. But when I want a comfortable yeah. shoe, I put a pair of Nikes on. Got my, got my Air Maxes on. Yeah. It's not even debatable. Not even but then Tony. there's other, you know, not, not, so, okay. So Google, I would agree with you on Google, Apple and Amazon. I can't really argue with you on Nike. Uh, I would go with uh, Disney. I love Marvel okay. movies. I love Star right. Wars movies. Uh, I got Disney sure. Plus. I love Disney. Netflix. I'm all over Netflix. I don't Netflix watch TV. Is good. The yeah, time I, I did watch that. real I TV is to watch Netflix. CNBC or a sporting event. See, I find here's my beef with Netflix is that I find that I my appetite outpaces it. Like I, I gobble up. There's only so much that I'm really interested well, in here there. Here is where Disney, find that that's where Disney is doing something that pissed me off at first, but now I get it. I mean, I'm watching WandaVision on Disney. I'm sure that look that looks. They give great, you one yeah. episode every Friday. Every Friday night, you get yeah. thirty minutes. And we'll see you next week. That's old school. And and I'm thinking, you bastards, Netflix gives me the whole season. They're like, no, no, no. We want you to talk about it all week. You know, the the way people did with Game of Thrones and stuff like that. It's it's old school. Like, I'm the guy guy that, like, uh, that watches the whole show on a weekend. 
I'm the guy that finds the song and then listens to it 47 times in a row. Like that's always been me. Ever since I was a young kid, I, I found something gobble that it up. was uh, inspiring to me and I just feasted on it until it was bones. And the folks of Disney look, know this and they thought, you know what? He's still going to feast on it, but we're going to make him think about it and talk about it for a whole week. Smart. I mean, I used to watch it's, The Sopranos. Oh, that's not the right that's not the right show let's just say um, True Detective right in the internet age I'd watch True Detective how about Perfect Strangers would you like you would have to wait find out if Larry and Pocky oh, figured that Larry. shit Don't out be ridiculous <laughs> yeah I mean it's like is Balky gonna come back why did Larry eat his ramen noodles are they gonna figure it out like you had to what wait a fucking week Trump? Albania, it was a made up country. Know, Jesus, you're not even a, you're not even a true fan. Anyway, but I would watch. I would watch. I would watch on a Sunday night. I would I would wait all day to watch True Detective at nine o'clock on HBO. That's the only reason I had an HBO subscription, and I would watch it. I would love it. I would immediately go on the internet, read everything everybody was saying about it. Next night. I'd read everything everybody was saying about it, and then they would have a replay at eight o'clock, and I'd watch it again. And then I'd just sit there and wait for the next Sunday to come along. Yeah, and Netflix is like the hot dog, Nathan's hot right. dog eating contest. Right. Like, and I'm and I'm Joey right. fucking Chestnut. We can't control ourselves. And that's no, I can't. Like, if it's good, I'm going balls deep. Like, you know, there's there's something to be said for that. So Disney, I think Disney is really blowing it out of the water. I think Disney's a great company so i got google apple amazon disney i gotta give you five and i'm trying hard here uh, i don't know salesforce i mean i love salesforce come but on I, I don't necessarily use salesforce i just see what they're doing and they bought slack and i love slack i love slack i, I just think that's i think there's a lot of growth there but there's a lot of competition there in, in there customer is, not, relationship not, management apps. Once again, you know? I'm I'm picking the jockey, not the horse, and that's Mark Benioff. And that cat is a monster. That cat is a winner. Winner, yeah. You know what's I, one of the one of the first things that this is a little bit of a gear shift, but not too much. Um, that I when I did some research before I started investing. In, in, in my Robinhood account was like uh, one of the greatest pieces of advice was stick to your purview like stick to something that you can get an understanding for yep. or conceptualize and a good example of that is like PayPal well I love it I use it I've introduced people to it it's the future they own Venmo that's all I hear about from the youngins buy DraftKings not FanDuel uh, advocated by pro- proven investors. Cannabis. Chips. Yeah. Microchips. There's a goddamn shortage. Everybody freaks out when the earnings are low. But guess what? Qualcomm has to do. They gotta make a fucking shit ton of chips and they gotta increase capacity. Tech. Microsoft. Fucking Apple. I mean, c- come on. Med. Well, Bio. that's where it's at. And I mean, I, I'm at, totally. But here you go. Yeah. Energy. Energy. Fuel cell. That's yeah. the last thing and, I'll say. I know, energy. I know, I know. Oh. But I don't know energy at all. I, I just don't know it. 
I don't, I don't know either. It. It's uh, it's out a little bit outside of my purview. And, and healthcare, but, I really man, don't know. These, these are the things hot. that are going to matter. And it was tough. So, uh, I know healthcare just from the medical sector of my, uh, like the business that I currently do. I have a concept of how prevalent it is in a very diverse market of uh, right, but the, businesses. The, the thing that's going to move healthcare. The, the real big mover there is going to be uh, the genomic shit. That's, and I don't know who to right. get on. And it's the winner. It's the winner. Yeah. You got to pick a horse. I mean, yeah. literally in that sector, and here's the problem. So if you get into sports gambling, there's like seven horses to bet on. And I have a pretty good idea who right. I think is going to win, but I could be wrong. But in it, in the in, that show, in the healthcare, bet the show. There's like ten thousand, and one of them is going to be yeah. bigger than you ever imagined. And somebody's going to say, "I bought this piece of shit when it was a dollar fifty, and now it's three thousand dollars." And that's why I play these penny stocks. They're all bio. They're all uh, like I, I have a th- therapeutics company that's into biosciences like um, for, like uh, drug delivery shit um, I'm into just things that could completely fizzle out but if I only put seven dollars into it right I'm not uh, crying yeah, yeah, tears yeah, in my yeah, beard totally you know but it's so hard to it's so hard to know I mean and, and things are actually a little more spread out nowadays because you, you got to think about uh, when we were kids, like it got down to Coke and Pepsi, right? <clears throat> it got down to two. Yeah. We don't have two right now. Right now, like take the cloud. The cloud's huge, right? So you got Amazon. Yeah. You got Google, and you got um, uh, Microsoft. Well, yeah, it's actually yeah Amazon, Microsoft, Google. If you want to uh, put them in order, uh, they're basically the cloud players. There's three. You know, or you could take, uh, mm-hmm. you know, all you could take giants, streaming. You got giants. Disney, Netflix, HBO Max. You got, you, but we're probably gonna, it's probably gonna be the same thing. It's probably gonna get down to Pepsi versus Coke, Ford versus Chevy. Uh, however you want to, however yeah. you want to say it, it's probably gonna. Cons- everything consolidates down. You don't have to be. You don't have to get the number one. But you definitely got to get the number two. Right, can't be the first gazelle caught. You got to be faster you, you than at least, at least one get gazelle. The number five, you know, you got to get one of the top five. Yeah. And in healthcare, it's so hard because there's so many trying to do so much. Oh, uh, so many therapeutics companies and and different little and that's the thing is they're all at this point they're just little dart throws that I'm compiling. That's the thing is that I'm looking for others. I found one, actually heard about one caught it on a rocket uh, earlier today on CNBC and it is Veru V-E-R-U not familiar with it Uh, let's see here oncology biopharmaceutical company engaged in developing novel medicines for the management of prostate cancer and breast cancer has drug candidates bought it at nine it went to thirteen twenty. Right, it can go to later. it can go to zero in like six just, months. 
That's my whole point. Understood. But if I if if I only have nine dollars in it, but I don't. If get, it goes to a yeah, thousand, that's, you that's only have nine dollars. You only have a thousand dollars. Right, but I'm hey, still. Good, but but that, that's a good problem to have. I, I'm it's it's I'm definitely being overly cautious. Uh, by design, I'm saying like, right, right, right. One of the reasons I'm bringing this up is because people say all the time that remember when Amazon went to eight dollars? Amazon went to eight dollars in like post uh, uh, millennial, you know, recession. Uh, it went to eight dollars. It was rising and it was on its high horse. It went to eight dollars. If you'd only bought a hundred shares of Amazon at eight dollars. Nobody did. Right. They bought one share. Nobody thought like that. Now, right now, today, they have $3,400. Great. But you only have $3,400. Right. What you right. had to do when it went to $8 was buy. But some people, oh, of course, some people, some people did. did. Yeah. Some people but did. But most people but, did. Yeah. But what you had to do there was not buy one share or two shares and ride it. You had to buy. Yeah, I get it. I'm just not trying to hitch my rocket right. to anything right. yet. I don't, I don't see anything rocket worthy. So I'm. I'm just playing ping pong. I mean, I know nothing about the healthcare space, but one thing I'll say is, you know, Merck, they have Keytruda, and yeah, their, their yeah, boy Ken, just stepped down, uh, or he announced he's going to be stepping down. Oh, you guys on a Ken you guys Frazier. on a first name basis? Oh, uh, sometimes I get together and play squash with Ken. Then we have. Then we have watercress oh. tea sandwiches and uh, when this is when this is your hobby, water. you know it's like be like Mike, <laughs> be like Ken, you know. Uh, but I like it. They have Keytruda, which is like seem seem seems to be the a revolutionary treatment for lung cancer. I mean, it's the one right now. But I mean, the name another Mark ain't a penny stone. No, it ain't. But if I slowly rise my boats and just slowly build and keep making my... I mean, I've got fantasy golf going right now. I've got an MVP bet that's coming in. Uh, That $28 is going right in the market. You know, I'm just going to keep on jacking around with this found money thing and find out what I can well, it's roll like the snowball except into. For you don't have to lose. Like, you don't have to lose. It's a really well put. Like, That's I, really I, well I, put. You know, I, I, my, my mentality changed somewhere during COVID. And I don't know what changed, but for years I've been you know, gambling stupidly and not trying to accrue wealth and uh, you know, so uh Early in 2020, I looked at my FanDuel account and I realized I was down $10,000 in sports gambling over a three and a half year basis. Today, I'm down less than that. Mm-hmm. I started betting less. You're but investing. I started winning bets. Um, take every, right. you know. I mean, anybody, anybody can pick up a three at the bar, but but you know, I'm only going to play for eights. And most days, I'm not going to have a bet because how often do you see an eight, much less land one? Land one. So I'm only going to bet eights. 
that's what I love about the market is that I can be selective. I can be loose. I can like there's the con- the level of control when you're dealing with a portfolio. The the comparison I make to fantasy is like fantasy golf, which I've excelled at. You know, you get to pick eight golfers, and then you can watch them play. They make the cut. They miss the cut. You pick the weekend lineup. Like any number of times, I'd have a dozen or eighteen players that I'm hot on. I can do the same thing, but I can get in or out any time I want. Like if I see a second birdie roll and feel like there's three more birdies coming, and maybe an eagle, I can jump in there. There's the the, the freedom to do that or get out. You know, you see somebody hits it in the water. In in fantasy golf, you're done. In, in the stock market, you get out right there. And get sometimes out. in the stock market, a scuba diver to. comes flying out of the water with the ball in his hand, raised to the sky, and you go, oh right. my god, I'm so glad I didn't get out. Throws it into the talons of a hawk who flies yeah, it eight yeah. feet from the hole. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's crazy. It's nuts. But I love it. I, I love the, the instantaneous nature of it. I, 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 and I don't know anything different than Robin Hood, but I really dig that interface. It's um, very graph. It's, it's like bare bones information. Um, it, it, I love it. Well, I just, it I'm works for me. Like, I, like Robin Hood does things Schwab doesn't do. Like Robin Hood gives you after hours price pricing. Schwab tells me shows you hey here's what it ended at now go to bed now if you click a couple but Robin Hood's like here's what it's doing now too bad you can't bet it yeah that's the funniest part because on Schwab you can still bet it you can see it but you gotta hit hit a couple buttons that's why I think that there's a hey take it easy you know we got uh Six and a half hours a I day. We do this the, the, now the, go to bed, Boomer. The after-hours market can be, or has been, for me over the last week, has been as hot, if not hotter, than the well, yeah, daily but you market. You can't play like, it there. That's what sucks. I get, I, I get that, but I can get. I've learned how to get in and get out. Like I bought a bunch of PayPal. Well, uh, for me, a bunch. I bought PayPal, and I'm up eight points on PayPal. I bought PayPal right before close, right before earnings announcement yesterday, and it's at 270. And I bought in. That was at hilarious. How I was half asleep on my couch. I mean, literally, one eye closed, one eye on the phone, and I'm like, and you said the experiment. I was like, hopefully it was PayPal because I knew exactly what PayPal was doing. I knew exactly what was going on, and I was like, man, I hope you. And I'm so happy for you that you did. Because we, we talked about this yeah. a few days ago about this uh, going into earnings. And I said, look, it can go either way. Qualcomm is a perfect example. It can. Yeah, I've seen it. Qualcomm is a PayPal. great example. So is J&J. Everybody thought that J&J was going to go through to the fucking moon after earnings. And I still, I'm still long on J&J. I think that that vaccine is going to do very well once it gets rolled out. But yeah, I mean, Qualcomm is a great example that they just... They need a foot like everybody needs chips, and Qualcomm has got a big piece of the pie. But they 
were constrained by their capacity and it, it cost their earnings and then everybody freaks out I love how I mean it's funny because I'll jump ship in a heartbeat when I'm up but I noticed that I see that when I'm long I noticed other people who obviously had there were people who were probably long on Qualcomm and said well anything over 150 is fantastic so right. I'm getting the fuck out and a lot of those people bought and it I get at that seventy two. Right. And they'll buy it again right. when it's at one forty one. Right. That's that's it back why I'm up. not in DraftKings. I I'm not in DraftKings because I made yeah. a profit on DraftKings and I thought we had a good run. Let's not tempt fate. They're not making any money. They're actually bleeding money like crazy. Let me just get out of this. And then I see it going up, and I'm like, oh, yeah. man. But I can't get back in. I, what I used to do at the beginning, at the very beginning, what I would do is then I'd get right back in. And you can't do that. Oh, I, no, I want to buy it. You got to let it sit But I want to buy bit. it sub $50. Now, that might never happen. Yeah. But that's yeah, where I want to buy it. I want to buy it right at $49.99. If I, if I can get it yeah, there, I, dig that. I will get I it. I dig that. But... <laughs> I'll let you know. But if it keeps going up, what's it, what I find that I'm doing is I'm kind of drafting off things. So, like, I had a big interest in uh, J&J, and J&J did really well today. So there was a point in time where I'm like, this is just all found money, so let me take a couple bucks here and move it into this. You know, I, I'm definitely getting a little bit better at, at, at pulling from here and slipping into there. I'm really doing it with that dividend stock with uh, with yeah, O. That's a stock I, I'm completely investment. aware of it. I've never owned it. It's it's uh, steady. As far I, as I know, they pay you. It's an REIT. They pay you a dividend every month. They do. They do pay you a dividend. Four times a year. They pay you every month. Which a lot of people Correct. love those. And what's interesting about it is, like, here, let me pull it up here and I'll tell you about it. I mean, there's, it, it's boring. Oh, it's brutally it's, boring. It's realty income. It's so, like, uh, let's see here. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's only moved a point or two north or south over the last month. It's just it's in between what, sixty-two and fifty-seven dollars. Uh, I don't know exactly. I know that I'm getting six cents. The dividend is six cents. Tell me what the yield is. I'm getting six cents on. Uh, a th- okay, so six twenty-seven dollars. Oh no, that's six times twelve with that stock. That particular stock. So you can. So you're getting but it's also you have to on take how much twenty four. That... So that's a yeah. three three points. Here's the something. thing: is that yeah. it's so it's moving all over the place. Like I'm I'm buying and selling that all the time, so I don't know what the actual. It's it's hard to dial in the the number. Right. Some like it drops. It it'll drop by like twenty cents, and I'll buy it. <laughs> And then it goes up thirty-five right, like, cents, like, and I uh, sell some, and go, go right. into like my, fuel my cell point is that whatever you know. 
I don't do well in those stocks. It just doesn't suit me. Like Bank of America. I knew Bank of America when the. the Uh, I have that right when I got in the game. That's one of my positions. I knew that I liked Bank of America. My kids' accounts have Bank of America at very low numbers. You know, I was getting in. I got BAC. I got. I'm up three points. Had a great financial huge today. My my kids have have stocks that like MetLife and uh, the Hartford, things that are uh, advertised Mm -hmm. during golf tournaments. I bought for my kids. Yeah. And I bought them for myself too, but I yeah. can't stay in them. I can't stand it. I was buying Bank of America at like twenty-three dollars right. a share, twenty-four dollars a share. I'm like, this is definitely going to thirty dollars a share. But I sold. I sold. Then mm-hmm. when it got close to thirty dollars a share, I'm like, okay, here we go. I got to get in this now. So I bought it at like twenty-nine ninety-five. You know, it went mm-hmm. up. Then it came back down. It was losing money. I'm like, I'm out of this. I, I can't do this. I'm okay with that. I can stay there. I can take money out of that and put it back in. Like I'm okay with riding the shorter bumps. I'm I'm finding that I'm less impulsive. Like I don't I'm not well, trying the problem to make a now big is that Bank of America is, is, just, is uh, ending on thirty dollars right now. You're never gonna get it again for twenty three dollars. I had it at twenty three dollars. I had it. I had it. Right. Right. You're sounding a lot like no, a no, rear no. view. What I'm saying is, like you, I got it there. I was there, and I knew it. But I and I knew it was going to take probably 18 months for this thing to go from 23 to 30. But seven divided by 20, uh, 23 to you know, seven divided by 23. Think about it. That's a 30 percent return on your money plus the dividend. I'm not even taking into account the dividend. And I couldn't do it. I couldn't yeah. do it. So, so what I would say is like the next time when you identify one that you're looking to get out of, identify the traits that are similar, and 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 restrain well, yourself. Yeah. Would be my. I, I don't advice. want you to think I'm I'm talking like a rearview investor at all. What I'm saying is that when I was in Bank of America early, the Fang stocks and all the all the and the zooms and the crowd strikes and these things, these things were gaining twenty percent a month. And I'm in a stock. I'm yep. in a stock that I know is going to give me thirty percent a year from now, plus, you know, including dividends. But I'm like, how can I be stuck? I can't stay here when this is all happening. Everybody's making this. Yeah, but I need some financial. That's what I need financial backbone. That's why. And I don't consider PayPal to be a tech stock. That's and, a uh, finance Josh stock. Brown talks yeah. about that a lot. He, so, you know, people uh, always. Did you watch that podcast? I, I watch. I watch uh, Josh Brown all the time. Like, uh, on, well, at least this week I do. I probably stole that line from him. In yeah, fact, I'm pretty like sure did. I did. Now um, that I think about it, he did a great one, dude. He he went on this one called. Uh, he's fantastic. He's he, he's he one of my a, favorites. He was a guest on a show. There's these two guys that uh, do this show. It's from like an urban point of view, and he and he went on there for like an hour and talked to those guys, and he, you really got to see like downtown Josh Brown there, but even on his podcast, he really lets it look, lets it rip. Like the other guys, always like, okay, that's enough, because he'll be like f bombing it and shit, you know. He's crazy. Yeah, he's like he's so apathetic and like glib 
and throws all these like uh he's very passive aggressive I like but, his uh, style Oh, he's he's smart too. I mean, he, he he was talking about eBay. He's like, listen, yeah, they had good earnings. I heard it. Yeah, yeah. the stock's up. Am I buying yeah. it? No, because people are gonna start getting out of their and house eBay's, and they're not gonna buy each other shit, shit, shit anymore. It's it's the exact example yeah, it's of a value trap. You look at the price to earnings. Oh my God! Look at eBay. Look how low the price to earnings are. There's a reason that's that low. There's a reason. Nobody wants it's it. It's a digital yeah. flea market. <laughs> it's shit. Buying other people's garbage is exactly what he said. He couldn't foresee people buying other people's yeah. garbage. And he... He's like, tell me how that's working yes. out when people go to the ball exact same and going back thing. To... <laughs> and that's what I love about him. But uh, I love it. Shit. I, forgot my, I lost my train of thought there. Um, ah, shit. Oh hell, Oops, Chewbacca! Ah, uh, droids with the babes and the poops and the. Well, look, I can tell you this: while you're thinking about that, because we're getting near an hour, is stock talk is fun. I don't think it should be the only thing we talk about, but in this case, it was pretty fun, and I'm having a lot of fun with it. I, I might be having too much fun with it, to be honest. I find myself busting on my phone quite a bit. And this shit is easy to get to, easy to mess around with. Well, the, thing, the other thing I love about that show with, with Brown gotta watch that, is that Brown is like the guy, when he goes on CNBC, he's the ball breaker, right? He's the ball breaker. When he does the the uh, the compound, the what, what are your thoughts show with Michael Badnick, who is his, his employee, right? It's Batnick that mm. cuts him off. He's like, okay, enough of that. Let's let's move on to this. Okay, that's fine. No, let's talk about this. Stop. Stop. Please stop. You're going on and on. Yeah. I love that. I love that 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 banter. Um And he has that, like, there definitely you notice that with him and other people on the show. He's not afraid to He'll check Just anybody at any time. And then when, he's, when he's doing his own podcast that is his thing yeah. with his employees, get those checked. guys check him. Get checked. Like, motherfucker, I pay your salary. And, That's and, great. But he has That's a, a culture at his company that, and we're not even talking about Barry Ritholtz. That's what I wanted to bring up. So Josh Brown is the CEO. No, I'm sorry. He's not. I don't think he is the CEO. No, I think he is the CEO. Of Ritholtz Wealth Management, okay? Because Barry Ritholtz came and got him and said, I need you to be the face of my company. I'm an autistic, crazy, fucking master investor. I can't talk to people. I have no skills. I got no game. And that's what Josh Brown did. Right. So he... Exactly. Well, smart to hire exactly. people who cover your Rick blind spots. Is, I mean, when you watch him on an interview, I mean, it's unwatchable because he's like doing calculations in his head, eyes are rolling up in his head. But he—he's brilliant. Yeah. He's brilliant. But he can't deal with customers, or you know, he, so he brings in Josh Brown, who's down there, like, you know, <laughs> right, I, 
Right. I got two pictures behind me. One's J.P. Morgan. The other's Biggie Smalls. What's up? What's up? What's happening? You from New York? I'm from New York. Yeah. Let's do it. Josh, Josh Brown don't Brown give, does a fuck. give a fuck. That's what I love he about totally him. He totally does always... give a fuck. He does, but he does enough to not. Or My favorite thing with Josh Brown was I don't when know. Bitcoin started Either going through the slices, roof, but... somebody asked him about it. He was like, I don't know. I mean, I bought it in 2010 and I just never sold it. So whatever. I haven't looked at it lately. He bought it for like 20 bucks. Yeah. It was at forty thousand dollars. He's like, yeah, I have. I still a, have it. I don't. I don't know. I, I have a friend who bought three, three Bitcoin, and his investment was like six thousand bucks, which is great. So he's at like one twelve. When it first right came now. out, it was like a buck fifty or something. Yeah. I mean, it was so cheap. It was retarded, and this goes yeah. back to oh, yeah. stop thing. There was one of no those way is gonna that... blow up. Yeah, just try to catch the Ride catch the, the rocket, you know. You're gonna miss you're gonna miss a bunch, but that's okay. Well, this is great. I mean, we're gonna have to create a category for the cast because the cast is so much more than this, but this is really meaty too, and it's a really well, good know, thing, thing to focus in on. So regular cast, and then he does you know, uh a, a separate cast that is like Fight preview at you know MMA May two forty six or something. And you know mm-hmm. what you get. Yeah. If you, if you... Right. Yeah. You know this is stock heavy. What should, should we what call, we call ourselves? The, the market heavy bit. Something. Market market monkeys. We'll think about it. I'm sure we'll come up with something. Market monkeys. Break it oh! down for you. Guaranteed. Ju- Guaranteed winnings. Oh, financial advice. I invested in Peloton <laughs> when it wasn't even Peloton. Ah. It was Peloton. I remember back. I back. I bought Dippin' Dots before it was even out in the mall. In the end, she was killer. my uncle. Oh, <laughs> I love it. All right, my friend, I think this has been a beautiful one. I love it. I think that uh, we'll be able to put a bow on this and uh, assign some sort of stock-related, like you're getting into stock talk. Do we have to come up with other fake names now? Whatever, people. Nah, I think we just leave it as stock talk. Michaels and Steve Rinovitz. Ooh, Steve Renovitz. Breaking down stocks. Do you want a Lamborghini? Going to the moon. Exclamation point.